Deborah Maris, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. Hey there, this is Kat, and I am live. Um, so thank you for joining me today. I have a really special guest. Um Michael and I can't even, I'm not even going to pronounce his last name. He's going to, I'm going to bring him on board to pronounce his own name because I don't want to butcher it. Um, But I met Michael some time ago on LinkedIn and I was really impressed by our conversation. So I invited Michael to come on my um, live podcast so that he can share with you some of the things that he taught me or uh, really enlightened me in regards to um, some of the things that he's able to do. And and Michael actually has a very great background and worked with a lot of various companies. So he's very well informed. So I, I think you're really going to enjoy Michael. I'm not going to say his last name because he's going to come on board to say it. Um, CEO and founder of Full Circle Consulting Group. And again, helping businesses in regards to how they increase, they can increase their revenue just by looking and really uh, digging in uh, really deep into the business and understanding, you know, what that business model is doing and what is that business owner doing okay. and finding the inefficiencies and really making it efficient. So without further ado... Hey. <laughs> okay, so now you're going to tell everybody your la- correct last name. Okay, my correct last name is Maisie Eric. There you go. Okay. I think I probably could have d- did that. Well, an interesting story because people, if I call somebody and they ask me my name, I'll say Michael Maisie Eric, and they say, can you spell that? And I say, yeah. yes, I've done it all my life. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, Michael, I'm going to have to apologize because my assistant put this uh, blurb up that you sent and she um, accidentally spelled your name Michael wrong. She got like M-I-H. So we'll correct that. So my my sincere apologies for you. Um, No problem. Yep. Okay. Can you give us background? Because, you know, when I checked you (laughs) out on LinkedIn, you have a very strong good, vast background. So I think everybody will be enlightened by your background. If you can just give us, you know, a little background. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Well, good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm very pleased to be here and very thankful for Kat to give me the the opportunity to do this. Um, Essentially, my background, I've been working with small to mid-sized businesses my entire career. That first started when I first got into the franchising business, which I have a pretty strong background with. Um, Early in my career, I went to work for Wicks and Sticks Candle Company, which some of you younger people like Kat probably don't remember, but I do. Um, 
and uh, they were involved in franchising. And one of the opportunities I had earlier in my career as far as franchising is they decided to do another franchise concept, which ultimately the trade name became Deck the Walls, picture frames, artwork, and framing services. And I was asked to basically take that franchise uh, from myself and an administrative assistant and see what we could do with it. And what we wound up doing was that over the course of six years, we basically built that franchise into a national chain of over 200 stores. And, um, and that's why uh, I mentioned, even though franchising was one of the experiences that I, that I got from that, uh, the other thing was working with small to mid-sized businesses, which our franchisees were small to mid-sized businesses. You know, I continued my career um, after the Deck the Walls days. Um, I worked for a short time with Batteries Plus in yep. terms of helping them get their franchise program going. Um, after leaving Batteries Plus, I spent 12 years as a franchise business consultant with Pearl Vision. And again, working with small to mid-sized business people. So that's kind of my wheelhouse. Um, that's the group of people that I'm comfortable, that I've been most comfortable with. Um, not that I couldn't deal with Fortune 500 and 1000 companies, I probably could, but this is where my comfort level is. Uh, and mainly because uh, one of the things that I noticed, which is kind of the title of this podcast, was that a lot of small to mid-sized businesses, whether they be independent or franchise, do an outstanding job in terms of working in their business. I mean, they, if they're making pizzas, they're making the best pizzas in town, okay? And yeah. if they're uh, providing cleaning services to homes, the best cleaning services in, that could possibly be imagined by their customers. What I've noticed is an opportunity area for all small to mid-sized businesses that I've been encountered, that I've been encountered and worked with, is that while they're they are very adept at working in their business, a lot of times they get so wrapped up in working in their business that they forget that they need to work on their business as well. Yeah. And the distinction there is not just how do we improve the product or services that we're providing our customers. But what does the business look like? What are my goals? Not just to make it through this week, but what are my goals a year from now? What are my goals two years from now? What are my goals three years from now? In terms of doing that, um, if, if people even are paying attention to it, one of the other trends that I've seen for most small to mid-sized business folks is that what they focus on is trying to find what I call the silver bullet. Okay, what is that one thing that's going to take my business and propel it to the next level of growth? And I can tell you in all my years of business and working with small to mid-sized business people in the franchise industry or independent industry, I can assure your entire audience there is no <laughs> silver bullet. Okay. Right, right. Um, and... Um, Consequently, one of the approaches that I've taken with folks in terms of the consulting that I do is trying to identify, and this is common, there's 12 common areas of business, uh, and this is agnostic of the product, the service, the industry that a business is in. There are 12 different areas of business that are potential 
improvement. And as opposed to finding that one silver bullet, which is not going to be bound, uh, that gives you a 10 to 20% sales increase that you're looking for, what my method and, and what my approach is, is to look at these 12 areas. And instead of trying to make a 5 or 10% increase in all these in each of these 12 different areas, try to see where we could make a 1% to 3% increase in all these businesses. Because what winds up happening in, and what people realize in terms of taking this approach is that the ultimate effect in terms of, of improvement to their business is exponential versus that one that they were looking for. If you yeah. take advantage of the compounding effect that small increases in a number of areas of your business uh, can mean to your business in terms of growth. And it's not only cat on the revenue side, but it's also on the profit side as well in terms of some of these 12 areas that, that we, I typically take a look at with folks. Yeah, right. I, I, I think, Michael, what happens with small um, business owners, it, and it can be small, medium or whatever, is that they're so inundated and ingrained in their business that they can't look from the outside looking in. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they're so ingrained by it that they don't see the opportunities because either they have blinders on or they're a byproduct of wheels in motion. They're just wheels in motion, right? Wheels in mm -hmm. motion. And I feel like a lot of times with business owners, when they don't see those opportunities, then they're spinning their wheel or their priorities are misaligned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? That's true. That's true. As a matter of fact, one of the things that um, people have asked me, well, what in terms of what you do and your work with people, with clients, you know, what is it that you bring to them? And one of the major things that I think I bring to them, you mentioned already, Kat, is, is taking and, and helping and encouraging them to take an innovative look at their business and not just keep doing what they're doing because they kept doing it. Okay, right. I, I like to call that with my clients getting stuck in an environment of givens. Okay, we're all we're doing it this way because we always did this. This is did it this way. We're doing this way because that's what the industry does. Okay. Yep. One of the key elements in terms of my approach in working with small businesses, and one of these twelve elements that's really key, almost common to every single one of them, again, agnostic of product, service, or industry, is trying to develop for them a market dominating position. Okay, and the market dominating position comes in terms of breaking this environment of givens. Okay, and looking innovatively at their business to what can I do different? What can I do different or more of than my competitors are that is going to make it you know relevant to the consumer and make that consumer get to that point with developing a market dominating position where almost potential clients would be in a position to feel like they'd be stupid not to do business with you. Okay. Right. Right. Um, that's difficult sometimes, again, in this environment of givens. I, I'll give you a perfect example of this. I did a consulting project with Beltone a number okay. of years ago, and we developed another channel of business for Beltone hearing aids 
<clears throat> excuse me, in addition to their brick and mortar stores, we were putting Beltone hearing hearing centers into Sears Roebuck stores at the time. Okay. okay. Um, when we would put a, a Beltone hearing center in a Sears store, the dealer, Beltone dealer who had the brick and mortar store would run the Sears hearing center store. Yep. And um, what we found was that when they took over the Hear Sears Hearing Center stores, they ran them the same way that they ran their Sears, their their Belton brick and mortar stores. Okay, and part of that included typical hours, which were the industry standard of Monday through Friday, ten to six. Well, in a meeting with Sears, one of the things I uncovered was that I asked Sears a simple question. I said, how much, can you give me a breakdown of what each day of the week represents to your total week's business? Mm -hmm. And they gave me that percentage. And lo and behold, Saturday and Sunday represented 37% of Sears's business. And yet, because they were locked in that environment of givens of Monday through Friday from 10 until six, there wasn't even a presence in the Sears store. Wow. Weekends. Okay. We made that change and almost immediately, I, I mean, like a week or two, sales went up 20%. In oh, I can imagine. Stores. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that's just an example of, of people getting locked into this environment of givens that I was talking about. Yeah. You know, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to say, like, we are creatures of habits, right? We are creatures of habits. And we get so, that, you know, change is hard. One, change is hard. Two, risk. Change is risk, right? Because yeah. we don't know what the outcome will be. So you are taking a bit of a risk when you make change. But we also know change is good, you know? Mm -hmm. It is sure. good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and again, it, it just comes down to, as I said, in terms of, of the system that I work with small to mid-sized businesses, the importance of this market dominating position mm -hmm. and the and the distinction between you and everyone else. And it, it has to be relevant uh, to the potential client. Um, yep. you know, a lot of times what we, what I see on the most part, and this is another thing, uh, that I've noticed is that, you know, you look at the advertising for most businesses and what is the message in the advertising? Okay. The message in the advertising is, um, you know, we provide great customer service. Uh, we are, you know, bonded and, and insured, We've been in business for 400 years. Well, okay, great. That's those are nice platitudes, but what does that really mean to the customer? And does the customer not think, well, we provide great customer service? In the customer's mind, they may say, well, I would expect that if I would do business with you. We are right. bonded and insured. Well, I would expect that if I were, if I, you know, if I did business with you. Um, so. What I've stressed to my clients as well, and with this whole system of strategic marketing uh, that I pr pursue with them, what it involves is really identifying those things uh, about their business that is going to be relevant to the customer and answer or the potential client and answer to two questions that are in the customer's mind or, yep. or getting into their mind and understanding that there's two things going on there. Number one, they have a problem that they don't want. 
And secondly, there's a solution to that problem that they don't have. Yeah. And it's up to me to convince them in terms of uh, my company, you know, how I can better address that problem that they don't want than anyone else. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of times the way I distinguish this with my clients is I talk about two sides of marketing. There's a tactical side of marketing and the tactical side is what does my website look like? What is my social media program like? Um, but there is also, which is very much important, very more important is what is the strategic side of my marketing? And yeah. the strategic side of my marketing involves the messaging. And that messaging is what has to distinguish me from everyone else. I don't care what your how you communicate that on your website, hopefully, hopefully effectively. But if the message isn't right, even if the way it's communicated is effective, it's not going to resonate and no. it's not going to result in anything. I love that. I, and I'm so glad you pointed that out because, you know, I see a lot of, you know, in the in my media days, you know, a lot of businesses would say we we are the top producing revenue of blah, 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 blah. Well, who cares? I don't really care. How does that benefit me? Right. Right. It doesn't benefit right. me. You can brag about it all you want. It just means that you have more clients. Great. Yay for you. You know, and or the awards that they win, you know. Again, yeah. how does that benefit me? Because I'm always of the tone, especially when I work with my clients, I'm like, you got to think about them and they're thinking, what's in it for me? Anything yep. you say, what's in it for me? Because you got to revert it back to them because they're thinking that, right? They're sitting there thinking that like, you know, you're a plumber and you're like any other plumber and they're, they're like, you're marketing to them and you're saying we're the number one plumber, you know, all the things that you just addressed, you know? We got all these awards and blah, 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 blah. And the person's like, what's in it for me? How are you different than the other plumber? And I, I had a plumber one time because I did the exercise with him. And I said, hey, what makes you different from your other plumbers? And he's like, well, cat, I call people back. They don't call people back. Mm. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's what you should be saying. That's what right. you should be saying. You right. know? Exactly. Well, and, and again, people get tied up in the uh, environment of givens. Okay. Yeah. Or, or they will, you know, they will quote something in terms of the differentiation. When I went out with some of my clients, I'll ask them that same question about the differentiation and I'll quote something and I'll say in terms of what they can do and I'll say, well, who else can do it? And the answer is everybody. <laughs> okay. Right. So right. that's that's a problem. Um, yeah. And it's getting to that unique messaging that's extremely important. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, that all deals with the market dominating position. But one of the things that um, that I have that I use with clients is yep. I have a proprietary software program that I use with clients that really investigates initially these 12 areas. But then if they want to do, do a deeper dive, we can actually look at 28 other areas of their business in terms of making small improvements in terms of improving their overall business. And one of the things that I do with clients or with prospects is I'll do a 45 minute Zoom call, no charge, mm -hmm. and we'll go through probably in 45 minutes, we can get through four or five 
of, of those areas. And even in just four or five of the potential initial 12, um, the claim on my website, that's how I make good on the claim on my website, which says I can find any business ten thousand, at least $10,000 in 45 minutes of additional revenue without spending an extra dime in advertising. Yes. I've, you know, I, in that 45 minutes, actually, um, what most, most of the time is the case is we'll find somewhere between 30 and $50,000. Yeah. And then at the end of that 45 minutes, you know, basically my statement to them is, well, if we were able to find 30 to 50,000 in 45 minutes by only doing four of these, what about, what if we do the other eight? Right. Okay. And then they have a decision. Is that something they want to pursue or not pursue? Okay. Yeah. That proprietary software, by the way, should they, should they engage me and to help them in terms of, of, um, exploring each of these areas, not only lays out a program for improvement for each of these areas that are customized to their business, but it also lays out the timetable for execution. And yep. it even goes as far as if somebody says, well, okay, Michael, you say I need to create a market dominating position. You know, how do I go about doing that? Yep. This software actually provides them a step-by-step process in terms of how to go about that, which is really cool. So yeah, that, has, no. that has been a real improvement. So yeah. And I, and again, I think the, the beautiful thing is like when business owners are so ingrained in their business, you know, whether they're doing it all or they have delegated, I think mm-hmm. there's a disconnect when they don't seek out, you know, a professional coach, consultant, something to help them take them to the next level, because it could be right there, right, right in front of them. Or Mm -hmm. it could be a byproduct of something they stopped as a result of COVID, right? And and now they don't know what it was. But if you have a professional, you know, helping you evaluate and analyze it, then you can find it, you know? Right, right, right. Well, and and the other thing is... um, you know, in terms of this 45 minute initial Zoom call, um, you know, what what we do past that is if a client would engage me um, yep. again from the standpoint to help them in terms of improving their business in some or all of these areas. Um, one of the things that I provide, which I don't know too many other consultants that do is almost like a money back guarantee. If we sit down and work out a plan in terms of what we're going to be pursuing in terms of improvements, um, and and we break it down to how much a month that's going to bring you in revenue, the deal I make with my clients is if, if we don't generate at least enough to cover my fee for that month, then you don't pay anything for that month. So, so that that's a big know. win. It's a big win. I don't know. When, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm. But 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 actually, it's a win. Uh, obviously, it would be a win for the client. But yeah. by the same token, I can make that claim in confidence, and yep. I can also tell you that I have not, in terms of any client engagement I've had, I have never had to miss a month in terms of my billing yeah. as a result of it, because we were always able to generate as much or more than what my fee was. 
That's awesome. And that, 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 you know, that's very significant in the fact that you can put that out there, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it says a lot about, you know, what you're doing and how confident you are to, to help them grow. So, um, again, big value there. The other thing too, is, um, for anybody watching, you're also giving away something, right? Michael? Yes. Yes. Actually, in fact, let me look at my note that I sent to you, to you, um, <laughs> Um, basically this 45 minute assessment that I was talking about, I, I am offering to anyone, um, who is on the podcast or would be of interest to it. it typically that would be a $500, $500 value item. Um, and the other thing I have, uh, a book, an ebook that I, I wrote that, um, basically, the title of it is exactly what my website says, how yeah. I find any business agnostic of product, service, or industry, $10,000 in 45 minutes or less, uh, or without any additional marketing expenditure. And uh, for anyone attending and attending the podcast and who would have an interest, if I could just get their information, I would be more than pleased to send them that ebook as well. Okay. Because um, I really, I know what people's time is worth. Yep. Um, because as I tell all my clients, I, as a consultant, um, I have three things that I can offer you. I can offer you my time. I can mm -hmm. offer you what I know. And I can offer you who I know in terms of being able to help you. That's and, awesome. And I, I, I know that uh, yeah, from the standpoint of what you said earlier, Kat, is really true. Yeah. W I I, I w, radio station W I I F M. What's in it for me? Well, there <laughs> needs to be something in it for these people that have given their time today, which is precious to them, to listen to my story and and to um, hopefully be able to benefit from that ebook. Absolutely. And again, uh, just to reiterate, Michael has over 45 years of experience working with C-level um, people and in a C-level position um, and helping grow different companies in various ways. So uh, I really love his background. He is a real deal. Just so you know, he's the real deal. Michael is for real. <laughs> and, and he is able to help people, uh, especially like uh, Michael mentioned, if you're in a fickle, if you feel like you have, you know, stalled out or plateaued, you know, those are situations where you really should, you know, get with a consultant, get with a coach, get with someone to help you, you know, go beyond your blinders. Because, you know, my belief is any business can grow. You just need someone to point it out where, you know, and what are the inefficiencies? Because a lot of times, especially after a dilemma, we cut back so much that, you cut back something that probably was the lifeline of your business and it, you don't know about it until someone looks at it, you know, and, and a lot of companies did do a lot of cutbacks during COVID, you know, right. and now it's time to go full guns a blazing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So how do they connect with you? Can they connect with you on LinkedIn? Michael, uh, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, again, um, uh, Michael is my first name, last name M A Z I A R E K. Uh, it's right there. 
they can also email me, which if they would like a copy of the ebook, I would prefer to do that because it'll be easier to track. Um, and my email address very simply is my first name, Michael, with a period between, and my last name is Eric at gmail.com. Okay. And um, those are, and the other thing that I have that um, I can send to anyone is a 12 minute video. You mentioned, Kat, the coronavirus, and there's yep. a 12 minute video that explains in more detail what I do and how I do it. Um, I can send anyone who would like to email me in addition to the book, I can send you that link to that 12 minute, short 12 minute video that explains what I do and how I do it. Okay, awesome. Uh, I just put that on a comment, on that, all the comments, uh, so that they have your email. Okay. Okay, thank and, you. Um, yep, yep. And then if you're tuning in uh, now and you just caught the last half of it, just rewind it and watch it from the beginning. Um, but Michael is the founder and CEO of Full Circle um, Consulting Group and coaching services. And, you know, his promise, his uh, big thing is to find $10,000 within 45 minutes. And um, his other guarantee is if he implements a plan and you don't uh, get this done to pay for his services, it's money back guarantee, which is awesome. It just means that he really stands behind the confidence in what he's doing. So that's how I interpret it. I think that's how you should interpret it because confidence is great. Um, anything else you want to add to that, Michael? Well, um, the only one thing I wanted to add, it just another working on your business perspective. I mean, what, what we've talked about so far is how can we build the revenue and or profit of a business in terms of looking at these different areas. But the other thing that I neglected to mention is that one of the other benefits is that at some point in time, every business owner is going to want to exit their business. Okay. And improving the profits improving the profitability of their business, since most businesses, when they go to sell it, are the common accepted way of, mar of, of, of valuing a business is through either a multiple of cash flow or EBITDA. Yep. Uh, the higher the cash flow or EBITDA in the business, the more the business is going to be worth when they sell it. Okay. Yep. Um, with Deck the Walls, when we had our first franchisees for Deck the Walls, they were surprised in the conversation talking to them about buying the franchise that I was talking to them about what's going to happen when they want to sell the franchise. Right. Okay. And you got to always keep that in mind. And that's another big element of what I do is, is it, it really plays, it plays into exit strategy as well and maximizing uh, that business owners return on their investment when they decide mm -hmm. to exit the business. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I talk a lot about preparing your business for that next phase, that next step, because a lot of boomers are getting to that um, moment where they're going to think about if they can't pass it along to someone and no one on the company can afford it, then they're going to have to think about selling it or dissolving mm -hmm. it. And dissolving is not the answer. Let me reiterate, dissolving is not the answer, especially if you created a business with reoccurring customers and systems and process employees. You know, mm -hmm. you want to keep those alive in your community. And I'm all about 
uh, business owners having a plan for an exit at some point, whether it's 10 years, 20 years, right? They have a plan, you know? Well, well, and the other, and Kat, one of your, uh, obviously one of your businesses is a business brokerage business. Mm -hmm. And, and that's one of the, one of the audiences that I think might, might, might have an interest in talking to me also would be mm-hmm. any any business brokers because they've got clients and the way business brokers make their money is they make a percentage of what the business sells for and if i can help that client improve their business and the market value of their business there's something in it for the business broker too and then yeah. another wii of them exactly exactly yeah. yeah so if you're a business broker and need help with getting your, if, if you have some clients that are in the wrong direction, you know, negative cash flow, then that's when you work with a coach or consultant to help those clients to flip that. Because all it takes, you know, from the business broker side, all it takes is three good years. That's it. Three good years and someone it will buy your business if it all looks great and upward. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Definitely. Three good years. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Michael, it was so good to have you on today. Well, again, Kat, thank you for the opportunity. I I really appreciate it and always appreciate talking to you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll have to have you on again. We'll see how the outcome of this goes. Um, But again, very great information. And I hope a lot of people connect with you because, it, you know, we're mid-year. This is when people should be assessing, looking at their business. Where are they? You know, and how do you want to finish? How do you want to finish? You want to finish strong? You know? Yep. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Thank you to your audience as well for their time. And everyone have a wonderful, wonderfully awesome weekend. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thank you for watching Stand Out and Grow today. I hope that you got a lot of good, valuable information from Michael. Uh, Again, really enjoyed talking to him and love what he's doing, especially because of his guarantee. He stands behind what he's doing. So if you uh, at all question your business or you feel like it's plateaued or you're not going in the right direction, you really should reach out to Michael. He has a wealth of information. At the very least, you can learn something, right? You can learn something. Until next time, you got this, right? you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this. Advertise helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. 
Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.